Let's enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, and I am here with my co-host, Justin. Hello. And Kyle. Hello. And the bar is now open. Welcome to episode 41. Uh, today is January 22nd, 2023. And, geez, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary when me and Kyle started this. Next month. It's hard to believe it's been a year. It feels like a lot longer than that. Should we cover <laughs> My Bloody Valentine again? I think we should do a watch-along. Oh, no, we should watch Valentine's Day, that romantic comedy. All right. A little bit of housekeeping. So nobody wanted to win Violent Night. So we're going to make it easier. If you want to win Violent Night on Video On Demand, just use the hashtag MovieBarViolentNight on Twitter. And we'll randomly pick somebody. Otherwise, it's just going to go to waste. <laughs> but You're giving a peacock, man. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> You should pay for, you should pay for somebody's Peacock subscription. Uh, I don't even pay for Peacock. I get it free through Comcast. So, all right, Justin, do we have anything for? Has Kyle seen it? I don't know if he's seen my pick of the week, so that's probably a good place to start. Oh yeah, okay, go ahead. I don't think he has, but Kyle not. I mean, to be uh, fair, I hadn't really seen it until probably a few months ago, so. Um, Have you seen A Fish Come Out of the Wall and I've seen, like, 70% of it in school. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, it was used for the screenwriting class, and we watched a bunch of clips it from really it. It was a really good movie. Yeah, it was great. I got to, like, sit down and watch it all, because I was watching it, like, in bits and pieces, but I watched almost all of it. Okay. So Kyle has seen one. He wins wins around. Hell yeah. We got there has to be prizes for winning and losing. We let you do a podcast with us for all those times that you say you haven't seen a good movie, so you get to talk with us for thirty to sixty minutes a week. Yeah. We we we'll, right. we'll eventually switch to have the old guys seen it and we'll do new movies. Well the way you pick movies for your your week, we're gonna see see them all anyway, so Yeah. But uh all right, Justin, do you think Kyle has seen Dirty Harry? You sure as fuck better have, but probably not. Kyle, have you seen that, Dirty that Harry? That smile on his face suggests that he has not, and he knows he's about to get something for it. <laughs> Kyle, uh, yeah. Yeah, I have not. Oh, you haven't? What the hell? Who's okay. surprised? Crickets. Well. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you something by the end of the week. (laughs) So, okay. So, (laughs) what? Yeah, homework. Homework. Yeah. If I can do it in a week with a full time job where I worked 48 hours this week, I think you could do it. You you forgot the quotes over on the word work. With this movies, there's quotes. We were quite busy, but, you know, I get to work about two hours early, so that's a movie. I get home at 6 p.m., that's another movie. Then if I can't sleep, I watch another movie. 
And then yesterday it was a little slow. So, but all right, what have we watched? Kyle, start us off. Um, it was a slow week for me. All I watched was Anchorman, Obsessed, Spring Breakers, and then Sick. Ooh, Spring Breakers. I haven't seen that in a while. I don't think I've seen that since it was started in theaters. Yeah, but yeah, I've never seen it before. Nice Jeff Jarrett cameo there. He played the preacher in the beginning oh. of the movie. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's an old wrestler. All right, Justin, what did you watch? Slow week. <laughs> I watched Sick, The Menu, and then today I watched most of that 90s show, which was uh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I watched the whole series. Um, I'm not really a big fan of most of the kids, though. No. I'm really just in it for Kitty and Red. <laughs> yeah, and the occasional cameos by Fez or... Kelso or Jackie and Eric and Donna, but no, nah, I mean it was all, it was all right. Yeah, little. There's been a lot of discussion online about the timeline. From that always blurry. Like from that '70s show to that '90s show, and she's 15 and 95, so that means she was born in '80, and it could have happened right after the end of that '70s show. I, and a few other other ages don't add up, but whatever. It's not gonna. It's a show. It's I mean, not actually based on real people. I mean, I <laughs> hope it gets picked up for a second season. I haven't heard anything yeah, yet, but good. yeah, it would be sad if it goes the same way of that '80s show and canceled it's, after one. It's Netflix. They'll probably give it three and promise the fourth, and then when they're midway through making the fourth, they'll cancel. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they did with Paradise PD. Have you watched that show on Netflix? No. Justin, you'd, you'd like it. Um, I, t- I tend not to get invested in shows on Netflix because they cancel them. Yeah, well, it this last... makes me not want to watch them. The only reason yeah. I watch that 90s show is for the nostalgia and to see, you know, what they yeah. came up with or where these lives went. You know, it's most of it's just time killer. Because if yeah. you get invested, it gets canceled, and then it doesn't complete. And then it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> well, that's the yeah, thing. with like, like with Paradise PD, they they had this last season, which became its last season, and it ended on a cliffhanger. And then at the end, during the credits, it showed two of the characters. And like, man, why why why'd they end the show on a cliffhanger? And they're like, we didn't know we were getting canceled before we, we made it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but Netflix sucks. Well, I had a light week. Um, I watched uh, One Hour Photo. Uh, I watched Teristas. And have you guys seen that one? No. Yeah. Well, people that go to Brazil and shit happens. And, mm-hmm. and then I decided it was going to be Clint Eastwood week. So I watched Blood Work, which then took me to Dirty Harry. So I watched Dirty Harry, Magnum Force, The Enforcer, Sudden Impact, and The Deadpool. And then I watched In the Line of Fire. I watched Million Dollar Baby. I watched the two and a half hour um, documentary Clint Eastwood, A Cinematic Legacy. I wish I had seen how long it was before I clicked on it, because that was a long fucking... <laughs> the Immortal. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of when I was I was like, damn, like, and you know, my friend, she was like, oh, you, you still watching that? I was like, yeah. She goes, how long has it been? I said, I started it at noontime. It's fucking two o'clock. What the hell? Which then we're only to the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It jumped around like it was like, you know, his westerns, his crime, his you know. His directing, and then this and that. And then, which then led me to every which way but loose and any which way you can. Which are just mm-hmm. classic. And do you know how he got Clyde the orangutan to trust him? He would have dates in his pocket and give it to him. And that's how they built that friendship. Yeah, generally, food does that. Yeah. The same way with you. <laughs> Not anymore, though. But. So, yeah. That that was my list this week. And I watched that 90s show. Slow week. Yeah, slow week. All right, let's get to our picks of the week. Justin, why don't you start us off? All right, well, as mentioned before, in Has Kyle Seen, my pick is A Fish Called Wanda. British gangster George Thomason, played by Tom Georgeson, and his hapless aide, Ken Pyle, played by Michael Palin, draft a pair of arrogant Americans, drifter Wanda Gershowitz, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, and weapons expert Otto West by Kevin Klein, for a massive diamond heist. When the job goes badly, Wanda attempts to seduce George's stuffy lawyer, Archie Leach, played by John Cleese, to find out where George hid the diamonds. Meanwhile, Ken repeatedly attempts to kill an elderly woman, played by Patricia Hayes, who witnessed the robbery. Released on July fifteenth, nineteen eighty eight, and directed by Charles Creighton. This movie, it's it's funny. It's it's a classic film. Um, pretty ensemble cast. Uh, just zany, fun, and just all around a good movie. Nice classic. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a couple of years. I think I need to revisit that one. Um, Kyle hasn't seen it's, it, so oh no, it's yes, just, it's I those... have seen it. What the hell? It's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those movies, like, I, you know, you'd, I, like back in the day with the video rentals, you'd see the box, and you're like, that doesn't look interesting at all. And then you see a couple clips of it, and it's like, oh, British humor, gotcha. <laughs> see, I was like that when we'd go to the video store, but there was one movie that always stuck out to me, and it was Ruthless People, when they have the fucking dust, duck, duck masks on. Mm-hmm. And I could never remember the name of the movie. And finally, like a year ago, I figured it out that it was Ruthless People. But it was just like, made me want to, like, what is that movie about? Why do they have duck? But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly you know, the movie. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes the box, you know, that's all you really get back in our day, mm-hmm. Justin. There wasn't. You know, the internet to go look up trailers or whatever. It was, okay, you got the front of the box, and then the reviews, and then the back of the box. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So it really had to grab you. Like, all right, Kyle, what's your pick of the week? Um, well, last week I did the Friday 13th marathon, so I figured I'd pick one of them. And I chose Friday 13th, part six, Jason Lives. 
Years ago, Tommy Jarvis, played by Tom Matthews, killed infamous hockey-masked murderer Jason Voorhees, played by C.J. Graham in this one, and the intensity of the experience has landed him in a mental institution. To end his torment and achieve a level of closure, Tommy escapes from the hospital and heads to the graveyard where Jason is buried, intending to dig up the body and cremate it. But before this total annihilation can occur, a freak, a freak electrical accident resurrects Jason from the dead, and the terror begins anew. Came out on August 1st, 1986, and is directed by Tom McLaughlin. Um, and yeah, I just think it was my favorite of the first six, and I thought it was a lot of fun. And, you know, they revisited Tommy Jarvis in the video game. Yes. With the Tommy Jarvis tapes. Yes. That was... I think they were written by Adam Green. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't listen to them, but I saw they were in there. I was yeah. playing it this week. I never found one. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. But Killer Clowns from Outer Space is coming out soon, so. Yeah, but. and the Texas Chainsaw game. Yep. Very fun time for horror video games. Well, my pick I watched last week, but I learned some, I forgot a, the fact about the movie when I was watching the cinematic Legacy of Clint Eastwood. And my pick is the 1517 to Paris. On August 21st, 2015, the world watch, watches in stunned silence as the media reports a thwarted terrorist attack on a train that's bound for Paris. An attempt prevented by three young Americans traveling together through Europe. The heroic and courageous actions of Anthony Sadler, Alex Garlados, and Spencer Stone Help save the lives of more than 500 passengers on board. This was released on February 9th, 2018. It's directed by Clint Eastwood. And I totally forgot the fact that the three people cast as the three main characters were actually the people that saved, uh, thwarted the terrorist attack. Um, they, uh, during the uh, documentary, they were saying, that they were interviewing a lot of big names to play these characters, but Clint said, why not just pick the three that actually did it? And, you know, that's very, very, very rare for such a big uh, production uh, movie for them to do that. But it came out really good. I highly recommend it. It's an interesting story. Um, so, yeah, those are our picks of the week. And it's now time for the main topic. This week we are discussing Peacock's sick. While quarantining at her family's lake house during the pandemic, Parker and her friend are threatened by an unexpected visitor. So this came out uh, last week on January 13th, 2022. It was directed by John Hyams and it was written by <laughs> Kevin Williamson. Well, that would be 2023, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Kyle Warren, I knew you. Justin, <laughs> yeah, what yeah, yeah, John? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should write it down correctly in the notes. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the it's cast just... we have. <laughs> Gideon Adlon as Parker Mason. Beth Million as Mary Woodlow. Dylan Sprayberry as DJ Cole. Mark Menchacha, Menchaca as Jason, Jane Adams as Pamela, and Joel Courtney as Tyler. Uh, this movie is rated R. 
It is currently on Peacock. No budget was released for it, so I don't know how much it costs to make it. I can't imagine much. But, so, what did you guys think of the uh, setting of the movie? Um, I, I think... Freaking cabin like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, obviously, with the... They could have done a difference. Like, I like the setting, but, you know, so many horror mm-hmm. movies are a cabin in the woods. Especially with COVID, because they could have done anywhere and it would have felt isolated. I feel like that's what yeah. they were going for. Like, especially with the beginning. But, uh, I mean, it's still, you know, you can't go wrong with the cabin in the woods. But with, the movie was kind of creative with COVID stuff, so you figured they would have been a little more creative with that. I mean, it, I think they dropped the ball on the setting a little bit. Yeah. And it has to do with continuity. Because when they get there, she's mentioning that, you know, the nearest neighbor is two miles across the lake, all that, yada, yada, yada. Yet at the end of the movie, when they're out on the street, there's literally like six driveways right there. (laughs) (laughs) And you're you're expecting that that, that driveway that they're living on is going, it's, it's a long driveway, which when they're trying to escape, it feels like it's maybe a couple hundred feet. Yeah. But they get out to the road, and there's cops already on the way, and there's all those driveways that you can see, because you can see the brakes and the grass and all that stuff. It's just kind of like, you, you probably should have done that a little bit more isolated, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but small gripe, but I noticed it immediately. So when the movie first opens up, there's a guy in the store. And getting text messages, do you want a party, yada, yada, yada. I didn't know where that was going. Like, Well, you had mentioned that, you know, the people who did this had something to do with Scream, too. And that's yes. what my mind it, it, it immediately went to. It was starting out very similar to Scream, which... It definitely did give that Scream feel. I I took notes while I watched the movie, and I can't find the notebook, but... Um, but the one thing I did put that it very screamish, like in a sense, you know, very scream like, yeah. And so then, you know, the guy goes home and all of a sudden his doors open. As so then I started thinking, is this like a friend fucking with him mm-hmm. until the guy put the knife through his hand? Oh, uh, cut his finger up, whatever it was. So so then I was like, okay, that's definitely a scream moment. Mm-hmm. So now they go to the cabin. So now we're at this cabin. It's just the two of them. The truck shows up. Also very scream-like with, you know, the random car showing up. Who is it? You know, it definitely got that scream feel, so... What did you guys think of the um, the cinematography? Like, um, I think the action scenes were really well done, and like, it wasn't like cutting away all the time. It was um, like it was very smooth, and like they showed you the action when they were fighting. Yeah, I thought I thought those were really well done because like sometimes horror movies like they just 
they're fighting, it just keeps cutting, and somebody gets stabbed and it ends. But they, for this, they actually committed to the actual fights and stuff, which I thought was really good. I thought that was probably the highlight of the movie was the fighting and stuff. I like the fact that you could you could see the movie the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a fairly dark movie, but it wasn't that horror movie. I think I see an elbow. You know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it it was dark, but you could still see what was happening. Um, which too many movies lose the plot on that. They get too heavy into the darkening it up. You're mm-hmm. with the actions. They didn't do that goddamn dual punch and over here. Ah, ah. They didn't do that kind of that that kind yeah. of stuff. Let let the fight look like it's a fight, not like it's just, you know, a chopped up mini flip book of fighting. Yeah, and it really stayed, like Kyle said, on the action. Like the scene when she's bashing the guy's head in with the uh whatever the hell the thing was in the kitchen. Yeah, some kind of ice bucket or whatever it was. Yeah, that. and like it stayed like up on the bucket, but from Down a different, <laughs> you know, from the angle to where you yeah. see it all at once. And you know, I'll definitely, I definitely enjoyed that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about the overall overall story? Is uh, well, I should say. I mean, it depends on when you look at it from. If you put yourself in your shoes, you know, five years ago, it's a stretch. Yeah. It's a very big stretch. Yes. Um, but now, given everything that's happened in the world, and you know, the the, the type of people who are, you know exposed out there for being a little bit too gung-ho and too anti and too, it, you know, it, it, <laughs> for all we know, it's based on a true story. You know? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it, 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 it felt a little weak to me um, towards the end when they kind of really started getting into it. Um, you know, it, that, that seems like a you know, that's a big break. So like they get your kids dead and all that stuff, but that that's a bit of a big leap. So we've all lived through COVID. You know, I don't know what precautions you guys took, but I know a lot of hand sanitizer, masks. You know, st- staying six feet away from people. Is that why I never saw you when I was living there? You lived here? Oh yeah, you did. You never, you never came downstairs unless I was at work. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle was self quarantining up on the second floor. But yeah, it's like, look at, we were in the same house. We barely saw each other. But, you know, and so now at that point in the movie when she's like kicking the guy's ass out on the side of the road and I, the car pulls up and she won't roll down her window. And then she's like, where's your mask? Where's your mask? If you saw a girl kicking a guy's ass on the side of the road, what's the first question you're going to ask? Where's your mask? Well, that was the the, the mom. But we, we don't know that at that point. Well, yeah, I mean, I because, thought it was funny. I, mean, I, again, I did, too. Again, five years ago, doesn't make sense. Having lived through it. It makes sense. It makes sense. And it added that little bit of comedy to the movie where you're like, okay, 
Because you don't know that that's the mom when she first pulls up. Mm-hmm. And I, I meant to go back and look and see if she was the one that was texting in the store. Oh, yeah. Did anybody catch that? No. Because no, remember there's no. that with, when the, when she when he gets the picture of him in line and he looks back and it shows all the people. I meant to go back and look to see if that was her, but I had forgotten. But, yeah, you know, and then she's like, where's your mask? Where's your mask? Oh, okay, here, it's sterile. Put this one on. And it just so happens that that's the friggin' um, killer's wife, mm-hmm. a mom. No, that was his wife at that point. It was a whole, you know, family. Wife, mom. Yeah. A little bit of all, as you I find mean, out. I mean, I could totally see Justin and Mary doing that if <laughs> one of the kids died from COVID. And then you come to realize... <laughs> You know, you realize that the kid in the opening of the movie is the guy in the picture with her, right? No, that that was my understanding. No, no, no the, the kid, the kid she's kissing is hers, is the lady's son. Son, okay. So the they, guy that they kill in the beginning is like the kid who they hooked up. Through, I think, or who invited her to the party, or she invited him to the party, or something like well, that. She she got COVID from that guy. Okay, the one in the wow. beginning. Yeah, so yeah. they were just going down the okay. line, kind of. So now the acting. What did you guys feel about the acting? I have I never was... heard of any of these act- actors or actresses. I feel like I've seen the dad. I feel like he's done that kind of old guy side character type thing before. I don't think he's ever been as heavy a character as he was, but I feel like I've seen him before. His face just seems very familiar. One of those faces um, that you see, but you don't know who it is. Yeah. I'd seen the mom in the newest Twin Peaks season because yep. I just watched that. So I recognized her. But, I mean, I thought the I liked the acting throughout. Like, I think the movie overall was, like, super solid. Like, there's nothing it sticks out that I think is, like, bad at all. Um, like, I thought the action was, I mean, the acting was pretty good. So, now that I see his actual headshot, I'm like, oh, maybe I've never seen this guy before. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. It's Mark Mancheca. Mancheca. Yeah. He's on the, the the new Law and Order, um, organized crime. I haven't watched that. Um, he's on Red Dead Redemption too. Oh. Oh, he was in Alone. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's one I watched um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I... Oh, he was in SVU. Oh, so that, I probably yeah. saw him on that. Yeah. Um, in CSI, he was in a couple CSIs, and he was on Criminal Intent. Yeah, I, I like I said, I had a feeling he'd be like that kind of a guy that I've seen before, and that makes a lot of sense. He was actually in both Red Dead Redemptions. I but, I just went back to see if it was the mom, and it it might have been the son that okay. took the photo. But I, I don't. I feel like I don't know what the sun looks like because by the time you see him, it's no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Him, so smashed. Yeah. So and then with the mom, because she did look familiar. 
Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. A lot of Jim Carrey movies. Oh, she was in Dog. Okay, that's where I'd seen her from. She was in that movie Dog with Shannon Tatum. Um, I think she played Kevin Nash's wife in it. Poltergeist. SVU. I think everybody's been on this for you. Everybody's been there, yeah. The Brave One, House, The Last Holiday. Wow, she's done a lot of movies. So had the father. He was in a lot of stuff. So. Yeah. And then the main actress. Let's see. Oh, she was in Blockers. She played Sam in Blockers. Ah. Huh. I did okay. not make that connection. Yeah. Well, you figured Blockers was five years ago. Years ago. Yeah. 2018, so. Okay, how about the um, the kills and the slashers? I mean, when that guy fell on the antlers, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and um, I think it, it was also funny because she sprayed him with, like, the disinfectant spray. Yep. Right yeah. before. Yeah. And then the... Um, uh, the the brutal beating with the ice bucket or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I thought that, that was, was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, kind of going back to the action, like most mostly they had a good build up, and like even if somebody didn't die, like the, I mean like the kill necessarily in the beginning isn't great because you know he just gets this throat cut, but like the whole action sequence before it was great. I mean when 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 they killed DJ there. Mm-hmm. They kind of brought him out the front oh, door yeah. on the pike and then shoved yeah. the pike through his heart the rest of the way. Yeah, using yeah. the that pike as like a cool. like a dummy. That's what like yeah. I thought that was pretty cool when you know he's poking through the door like oh, oh it's okay and then this was like out of the car fucking. And I mean that fall out the window that was awesome, but yeah. How the hell did she survive? That was a big ass house. Yeah, I do wish um like. I really like the poster for this, especially how it has, like, the guy in the hood with the knife and he's wearing a COVID mask. But, like, mm-hmm. I wish the killers in it were actually wearing, like, ne- they were wearing, like, the neck gaiters. But I wish yeah. they were wearing COVID masks. I feel like that would have just added to it. Yeah. Um, because I I just think the poster is really cool, and I wish that was actually part of it. But I believe this yeah, is the first movie. Give away the location. <laughs> yeah. I but believe this is cool. the first movie in since the pandemic. That actually shows like a COVID test, <laughs> waiting the fifteen minutes, like mm-hmm. you know. And okay, how about the length? It, it ran about an hour and twenty three minutes. Great, can't ask for anything. Perfect. Better. Yeah, you know, I, I it could have been maybe a little shorter. There was a lot of stuff that we didn't that wasn't really needed, like, but. Well, I mean, I think I remember when I was watching it, like, when I was about halfway through was when, like, like, I think the boyfriend died or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you were kind of, like, it felt like the end already. And then, you know, that's when, like, the twists kind of start coming out. Yeah. Because, like, it is it is a good reveal when it's, uh, she, like, bashes his head in and the, the other killer walks in. I think that's yes. a good reveal. Because you only see one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, okay, she just killed him. She's okay. And here comes fucking number two. Yeah. So now she's kicking his ass. And you, you think, okay, just when you think that it's done, mm-hmm. 
Here comes another one. I yeah, it's it's just it's such a shame. Like like they're just wearing all black. But I think even if they were wearing like gas masks or something, like you know you have Ghostface, it's like iconic. Like I think they, I just wish they distinguished the slashers a bit more. That would have been yeah. cool because it's just like for a second I was like, are they like clones or something? But yeah. And once again, I thought, okay, it's going to be somebody that knows knows her, knows she's there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a friend. But as we found out with due diligence, they did their research. Mm-hmm. And there was one thing that I kind of thought was a little not um, continual- like, uh, continuality, continuity. When she's on the iPad, first of all, Justin, you kind of worked in that business for a while hooking up routers, right? Do they ever show when somebody's using the router? Some of them do? Okay. Depending on the kind of system, um, the activity light might flash if it's actually transmitting data. But the way they had it, no. Yeah, yeah, that and did feel like a stretch. For the no, old guy he, to it, figure that basically, out? Basically, yeah. He was looking at what was basically an Ethernet switch, and that iPad was definitely not plugged into an Ethernet. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, yeah. So then when she's using the iPad, I believe the time said, like, 4.23 p.m. I wasn't paying attention to time, so. I just yeah. happened to catch it while it was on, and I said, geez, it's not like it's that then all of a sudden it's pitch blackout and then all of a sudden it's morning when they come out of the shed one that's just you know that's movies for you but mm-hmm. two i can tell you living out here yeah depending on where this movie took place not all that out of the ballpark it's uh, pretty dark pretty early out here but now but now you got to remember so this is right when covid started based around that time so you're figuring April, May, June, that's when March, March, even in March. I think that was a spring break. So, yeah, yeah, it'd still be early for that time of year. But still, I mean, come on. I don't know if that was just when they were filming they were. and they mixed it up, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you know where they were? If they were in Canada, it still makes sense. I don't think they ever said exactly where they were. I mean, somewhere the lake I mean yeah <laughs> can we talk about with... go yeah. ahead Justin no go ahead you're good no because this is going to go into a discussion I think uh, well I was just going to say I mean it's just I've already forgotten now see okay so I lost my train of thought can we talk about when she's on, in the lake oh, you yeah. need to tell me that that old man swam which what what she say miles two away miles, yeah. two miles across the lake underwater yeah that was uh that was Without also another stretch where was, yeah. yeah with with his mask on yes <laughs> which should show all those anti-maskers <laughs> if he can swim at night across a freaking freezing cold lake a mask does not impede your ability to breathe <laughs> and then to sit there and travel with the the part of the dock while stabbing it up, yeah. that's some fucking talent right there. I give him props for that. And yeah, then to be dry endurance, 
some serious endurance. Yeah, yeah. Me and my friend were watching. We were joking that he was like a merman or like a fish man, and that was gonna yeah. be the twist. Because that so was crazy. She gets over to the other house, two miles away. Two miles away. <laughs> Leaves her friend using, using one oar on a raft. One oar. Yeah. She had to walk from side to side to <laughs> different sides. And so when she gets into the house, and the guy with the gun. Instantly, you know, that's probably another COVID trope. You know, what are you doing in here? Why are you six feet? Why aren't you wearing a mask? With the gun pointing at her and, you know, states, oh, you know, I remember me. I knew your daughter. Only to get fucking killed anyways. Yeah. So. I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, as soon as he came out, I was like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This is I had a little glimmer of hope. Of security. Yeah. A that little bit of hope. That was your, here's your little hope, here's your little yeah. hope, gone. If, you, yeah. if there's a movie with, like, teenagers or college-age people and you're over the age of 25, you're dying almost instantly. Yes. If you're, unless you're the killer, but, yeah. Yes. Which is so a you're just, you're, you're that hapless stranger or the hapless yeah. helper who wanders What's going along on? in the middle of the movie, yep. you're dead. Like, I you're honestly, when uh, when the mom came in the car... I thought that I, I was like, oh, she's gonna die. Like she's uh, she's dead. She's gonna get a knife through the back of the head. But yeah, yeah. And I honestly thought that was gonna be the end of the movie when she got in the car and put on her mask and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she starts like phasing out. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about the uh, the scene in the shed. If. The, um, what was that called? Like the golf cart. Oh, the, um. Yeah, it's a kind of a quad tractor type deal. Yeah. First thing she says is the battery's, uh, battery's charged. And then they can't start it, so let's get gas. Do they use battery and gas? Uh, your car does, so yeah. Will you charge the battery, though? Yeah. If a battery sits long enough, it'll lose its charge, and you have to charge it up to start it. That's why you're supposed to start your car every six months or every month if you're you're not moving it. Oh. Okay. I learned something new. The more you know. Who would have thought? She said that he's only up there once Once a year. Or whatever it was. So, yeah, it makes sense that, you know, there's got to be somebody checking those things to make sure that they're operational and all that junk. Or going up there once a year, you're going to have a whole bunch of dead shit. Yeah. Well, props to that lady for knowing how to fucking tie a splint together on a leg. That was impressive. Well, I think I think they mentioned she she's, was like yeah, a biology she's a medical, student or something. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's a medical student. I mean, it's... A lot of that... That part, like, once the mom shows up, that's kind of where the whole movie kind of went sideways for me. Um, once they started getting into that, that whole scene in the shed, and then, like, they set her on fire. This goes back to my problem with the setting. And she walks 20 feet, and she's in the middle of the street. Yeah. Meanwhile, the driveway was a couple hundred feet long. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then again, we don't know how and far the shed is from the And there's cops already there and all that. It's, uh, it, it wouldn't be that close to the ha- it wouldn't be that close to the road if the house mm. is that far away from the road. Well, uh, you know I what believe- I mean. 
I mean, if you look at the time when she used the iPad to um, message 911 and message her dad, and then everything that happened from that point on, I mean. That's after the mom shows up. Yeah. That's after she's broken her leg. That's after she splinted herself. So, I mean, that's middle of the night time now. It's supposed to be. Although you said it's at 4.53 p.m. on the iPad. 4.23. Whatever. Um, but, I mean, still. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, it's, it's, it's not very, not conducive to the layout of what they described that place to be. But that fire stunt, though, props to that. That was impressive. Yeah, no, that was a good one. That was pretty good. <laughs> if she just dropped, stopped, dropped, and rolled in the dirt, that would have, you know, gotten rid of the... um wasn't all that gasoline. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But, all right, what was your favorite kill of the movie? I have to stick with the antlers. Yeah. The antlers. I agree. I like the fire. Fire was okay. All right. Uh, Would we recommend this movie, Justin? It's not really my thing. Um, I kind of had to tough it out watching it. Um, but again, it's one of those, for what it is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. If you want a good laugh at COVID protocols and stuff like that, it's worth a watch. But Yeah, I think that's the only sub, uh, only category it falls into is COVID horror. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, you know, that would be not a movie way. I would seek out. Yeah, Kyle, would you recommend this movie? Um, yeah, I mean, if you're into like slashers, uh, it's I think like to me it's a super solid overall. Like, I don't think it's like this amazing movie. Like, it got really good reviews, but you know, it's solid. So I think you know, if you're looking for a slasher type movie and want some COVID laughs, yeah, yeah, um, same. Opinion there, if you want a few laughs and something that kind of pokes fun at COVID, which it kind of did, mm-hmm. and a slasher movie, then Sick is for You, yeah. which you can watch on Peacock. All right. How many mugs, Kyle? 3.5. Justin? I think I'm going to have to give it my lowest rating so far, just a two. A two? Okay. Mm-hmm. I give it a two and a half. Um, it's currently a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb and a 87% Rotten Tomatoes score. So it's kind of in between. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, it's one of those things I think they don't, the people who like that kind of thing, they like that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. People who don't. And I, I mean, mean, everybody, it's, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't like that kind of thing. It's more of I've kind of grown out of that kind of thing. I think maybe if you asked me 10 years ago, I'd probably have rated it a little higher and been a little bit more into it. Mm -hmm. You know, and everybody was talking about it on Twitter. So it's very popular for it. So this is our fresh from the stream for the month. Unless something else good comes out. But it's only a week left. Actually... So if this drops tomorrow, the 23rd, okay, yeah, we got 
we'll have another episode at the end of the month. Um, had, have, have you guys um, seen the Scream 6 trailer, teaser trailer? Yeah, I actually watched it, like, right before um, we started. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen a lot about it. They're talking, like, I guess there's a museum of some sorts or something. Or Yeah, they, they say it in the trailer. They, like, walk into a room, and it's like somebody made, like, a shrine to Ghostface. So it's a lot of, like, props and costumes, like, throughout the movies. So mm-hmm. it seems like they're setting up, like, an obsessed kind of fan or something. Okay. Um, Because it's, like, all the old robes and stuff. Um, And the Ghostface mask is, uh, it's, like, really cracked and almost gray instead of, like, the white. So it's mm-hmm. probably going to be something, like, the same mask from the original or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I like the Scream series. Justin, you interested in that at all? I haven't seen the last one, so. Yeah. Scream never really did it for me. I wasn't a big fan of it. We went and saw four in the theater, didn't we? Yeah, supposed to. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's only like, you know, a month and a half away, which is pretty crazy, too. Yeah, it feels like we just were talking about the other one mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah. All right. I think the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, at Movie Bar Pod on YouTube, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. And get official Movie Bar shirts at bonfire.com slash store slash movie dash bar dash podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out our website, www.moviebarpod.com. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on our social media or via email at themoviebar at outlook.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to win a VOD copy of Violent Night, use hashtag movie bar, Violent Night on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Whatever social media. Come on, am people. I, am I allowed to? Sure. <laughs> anybody. Anybody. Open to anybody. Uh, yeah, so please like, Not review. while we're recording. Yeah, Kyle. Do it while we're recording. You're cheating. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye.